Alliance of Women Filmmakers, this is Visionary Voices, behind-the-scenes conversations with groundbreaking women and non-binary filmmakers from around the world. I'm Diana Means. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We have filmmaker Anna Maria Brucora and lead actress Mia Golden joining us today to talk about their film, Fragile Seeds. Fragile Seeds is a production of AMB Entertainment and follows a therapist working with sex offenders who uncovers haunting secrets and answers to her family's past through the violent men she counsels. Here is a brief clip. We want you guys to write about your earliest memories. The story of you. Ten years in the field and I still haven't figured out how a person can function with so much shame. They should feel shame. They're fucking sex offenders. See you later, puppy. Do you want to tell me what the hell that was? Jesus, Pete. What? You know what kind of men I work with. Anna Maria and Mia, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So first, tell us a little bit about AMB Entertainment. So AMB Entertainment actually came about during COVID. <laughs> uh, Mia and I have known each other for about eight years, and she actually cast me as a lead in one of her films eight, nine years ago. Um, so I come from an acting background. and. After that, I end up going into restaurants. And now I've, you know, I'm in Toronto opening and, and running restaurants. And during COVID, I'm sure as you know, all the restaurants got shut down. So I gave me a call and I said, look, I don't want to just sit here and just not, not be doing anything. Let's make a movie. Me as an amazing writer. And she had like an array of, of scripts. So we went and we picked the, the one that we thought would be the best for during that time because it was COVID. And then we went and made a movie. So during that time, because what I do is, you know, as a producer, I'm always continuously looking for funding, getting funding. Um, I decided to get incorporated and and start my company. So that's how AMB Entertainment came about. Tell us a little more about the writer, because it was such a good script. Uh, I wrote. Uh, so I'm the writer as well as uh, as uh, an actress. And um, I wrote a lot of my. Um, Content is is uh, sort of initiated through um, the work that I do as a counselor. So I am uh, I'm also a counselor as a, a as well as a writer, producer, and actor. And a lot of my content can be dark uh, or very emotional. And uh, but I felt like it was a good area to to focus on. So that's incredible. I was actually going to ask you how challenging it was playing this particular role, but it's kind of art imitates life. So you're a counselor in real life, which is why the script was so authentic and the performance was so incredible. 
But even still, like during this time of COVID, there was so much emphasis on mental health, even with athletes through the Olympics, you saw that. Was it still challenging for you to play this role? Uh, Absolutely. As any actor knows, when you delve into any deep emotions afterwards, you have to, you have to establish some way of, of containing uh, the emotions that are brought up and, and the ones that are explored in Fragile Seeds are really intense. And, uh, but we had such a great team, both um, fellow actors, as well as the, uh, the crew and production team. So it was a very supportive uh, environment. And then in terms of the other actors, how did you go about casting them? This question's for either one of you. Um, I mean, a lot of the cast that we worked with, again, I think I feel like COVID did give us a chance to have access to a bit more, more cast that we wanted in a sense of a lot of productions were getting shut down. And a lot of people that we did cast were local for, for this film, just in that, that sense as well. Um, but we, we auditioned, we did, you know, online auditions. We reached out to people that we thought would be really good for, for the roles and just went from there. I don't know if you want to add anything, Mia. Yeah. One of the people that, um, that, uh, we ended up auditioning was Joey Kramer and Joey was the lead uh, child actor in the eighties Disney classic flight of the navigator. And it was, it was a really great experience because this was Joey's first role back into acting as an actor after experiencing some mental health and um, personal issues, as many child actors do um, through, you know, his adolescence. And so he's come, come out the other side and, and is healthy and was looking to start acting again. And, and so Fragile Seeds was his first roll back into the world of acting again. So it was a really nice uh, experience for us because the whole messaging behind Fragile Seeds is around hope and uh, change and, uh, you know, that sort of thing. So it, 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 was, it was really nice to be able to be a part of that. And he was, you know, an incredible, incredible actor. I would have never, never guessed that. And then in terms of the process of casting, having to do it all online, was that a challenge for you? Not having them in person to read? You know, it's, it's different. And I think the world nowadays is moving more to online and Zoom. And some people are very comfortable with it and that's where they love to live. But it's very different than getting to feel someone's energy or emotion. So even a lot of people that we cast for this project having them on set, you got another level and a different aspect of of their craft as well. But we were still able to cast, even though it was online, you know, initially we asked for self tapes and then we had the callbacks over zoom. And so we were still able to see if they were, um, if they had the capacity to make changes according to, you know, a direction. So that that was really helpful. And then as Anna Maria uh, stated, once we were on set, it, it all came together. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's amazing that it came together like that, because I would think that when you're trying to audition and see like the chemistry that people have with each other, it's difficult to do that online. But everyone had to navigate during this pandemic. Did you also shoot during the pandemic? Yes, we did. <laughs> Which, so 
believe it or not, this film was a 10 day shoot <laughs> and we could not honestly have done it without the cast and crew. Like they, they put in 16 hour days. Um, we had to have the smallest crew possible because of, of COVID. And obviously, obviously we had to have all the, the COVID um, health and safety on set as well. So that added another element. But yeah, it was honestly when um, Toronto was fully shut down, Vancouver still had, or sorry, BC still had some, some lenience with that. So I just flew out to Victoria where Mia is and uh, we shot it on the island. But having said that, we, you know, Mia, when her and I first talked about doing this film, she said to me, okay, we have to work with Empress Avenue Media, which is a, a production company on the island. And between A&B and Empress Avenue Media, we collaborated and got this film to where it is today. But without them, we also couldn't have done it. They brought so much to the table and, and put so much of their time and everything that they, all their resources as well. And how did that collaboration happen? Um, I have been working with uh, Joseph and Emery. So Joseph Boutillier and Emery Wright, who are the um, founders and owners of, of uh, Empress Avenue Media. I had been working with them for a while. And so when Anna Maria came out, I, I said, you have to meet them. And so uh, it was, we instantly bonded and, uh, and started the conversation. And, and initially, um, I was going to direct as well. But because I've known uh, and worked with Joseph for such a long time, and I and I knew how how intensive this shoot was going to be, and how important the messaging was, I decided it was more important. The outcome, the project, was more important than than for me to be, you know, director. And and I knew how skilled Joseph was, and it really was an amazing shoot. We had a large cast, and you would never know that. Uh, that we shot it in 10 days and, you know, during COVID times. <laughs> no, I was very shocked to see 10 days and then you completed it in, in October of 2021, which was still right in the heart of all of the COVID. Now, shooting a film in COVID and coming out still in COVID, like what was your distribution plan? Was it always to go the festival route? Uh, for us, definitely, we wanted to do the festival route first, for sure. And now we're just in the process of, of distribution and finding a distribution company or, you know, self-distribution. That's where we're at. We didn't enter in many festivals, to be honest with you. I really wanted to do the Women's International Film Festival because obviously we have two strong females behind the film. And, and L.A. has a special place in my heart because, you know, it's, it's, it's Hollywood and it's part of film. And I have a lot of friends that work down there. And I think that the festival itself is just amazing. So... We, we all kind of went through which festivals we're going to pick. And that was my, my top one. So I'm like honored that we got picked. So I'm so happy about that. Um, but yeah, it was always the festival route and then, and then uh, go to distribution. Wonderful. And you were very excited to have the film as well. I wish that it was in person, but we just never know with all these different um, turns. We were going to go in person and then when Omnicrom came, we're like, okay, we don't want people coming in from out of town and something else happens. So, but I wish it was in person, but still I'm very confident this is going to get the distribution that it needs because it's an incredible film. And Mia, you're an incredible actress. And if you could just talk a little bit more about, you know, you had to do these online auditions. And then once you're in person, 
How did that go at first in terms of your chemistry between your actors? How did you know that that was going to work? Um, well, as Anna Maria had stated earlier, she, um, we were lucky enough to know a fair amount of, of the actors that we auditioned already. So some of us had already worked together in some capacity or another. So that was really helpful. And then I think because of the content of the film, people bonded very quickly. So the chemistry, um, you know, we talk about this all the time, the, you know, the four of us producers, how we, we really did become a family. And you do hear that with most uh, film sets, but it, it really felt true. And for, you know, for instance, uh, Anna Maria, myself and Anna Maria's sister, who was my um, hair and makeup person, uh, we all lived above the production company there. There was a little studio apartment. So we just stayed on set um, the entire time and people were, you know, situated very closely to, to where we were staying. So I don't know. It's, that's a really good question, uh, Diane. But I think it just came down to familiarity. And then for those of us who hadn't worked together before, it was, it was about just really connecting um, to the content of the, of the story. And I think if, if I may add, everyone did the film for their own reason. So because of the content and, and you know, the subject that matter, I feel like all the actors brought different things and, and to, to their roles. And based on their own experiences or, or things that were triggered, like I, I know a, a couple of the, I don't want to name names because I don't want to, you know, air their, their past traumas. But one of our leads also came off of set and was like, oh, like, you know, when I was younger, this was happening to my mom and I had to save her with a bat. So people really believed and, and saw a bit of maybe themselves or someone around them and, and really brought a lot just emotionally to the film. And we actually had um, a wellness coach assigned to cast and crew. So uh, she was available to cast and crew uh, at any point uh, if, if uh, somebody wanted to reach out and just debrief what their experience being on set for a certain scene or if something was triggering. So that was really important for us. Well, thanks for sharing that because that is, you know, very, like I said, mental health is just so critical right now. And it's so interesting that you would have that person on set because even though people are just acting, people are coming to everything throughout their own lens and their own experiences. And so you never know, you know, what's going on. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. again, I think being a counselor, I'm, very aware of of how easy it is to feel the emotions even though you know when you have a role as an actor you know you're 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 playing a role but the emotions if you're tapping into the feelings that your character has you are experiencing those same emotions that your character is and so um it it is it's really important to be able to contain and and process what what your character is, is experiencing. So that was why it was really important for us. And just shifting gears a bit here, I want to talk a little bit more about A and B entertainment and, you know, what's next for the company and are you going to be continuing to support like female led films? 
Well, me and I already have a couple things in the works. Um, so like I said, I, I just got incorporated last year during COVID, but I've, I've been getting so much traction. So within that year, uh, we did three short films. Uh, Betsy was actually, I went to show it at the Regal Theater in LA. So I was there a couple months ago. And then the feature, which is Fragile Seeds. So I think this is just the beginning. I think, you know, this, this industry, this, Felt like I come from an acting background and I always felt a little bit lost there because I never truly felt like it was my place. And now that I've opened two restaurants here in Toronto, Marble, and we're doing Mademoiselle now, I've just realized that I'm definitely more of the business side. So being behind the camera, project managing, you know, finding funding. And I've just been talking to a lot of people. I don't want to, nothing's, you know, there's a lot of contracting things on the table right now. So there's nothing set yet. but. Mia and myself are definitely um, in the process of probably filming something very, very soon. Actually, in May, we're filming a film in Vancouver with a good friend of mine who's a writer, uh, Tyrell Hay. And Mia's also involved in that, too. So, Well, for all my indies out there, can you tell us a little bit more about the funding process? Because not only are you funding you know, funding this film and the short films, and then also just the production company in general. What was your funding process? So the interest to say Anna Maria is an incredible um, business minded individual, and she'll be able to explain more. But I just wanted to say, you know, I'm more of the creative side. And so to watch somebody have the skill set that Anna Maria has, I, I think that's really important when, especially when you're forming, um, uh, uh, you know, teams um, to have somebody like Anna Maria. That's the reason why Fragile Seeds was made. Well, thanks, Mia. <laughs> um, so even for Fragile Seeds, for example, I, you know, I was presenting it to a couple investors. I'm, I'm quite fortunate because I do have a lot of network with, with the industry that I'm in at the moment. And then I've had my mentors, you know, like Gabriel from Electric Panda. It's been a great mentor of mine too. Just you know, if I have any questions on, on how to find funding or anything like that. But with Fragile, I presented a couple of people like, I don't know, it's COVID. I don't know. And I was like, guys, this is the time to really, to actually put money into film because everyone's sitting at home and watching Netflix and Prime and all this stuff. So I was in the process of almost getting funding. And then finally I said, you know what? I'll just fund the pre and, and production myself. So I ended up just putting the money in. Once that footage and was in, then I end up finding an investor to finish post and now for, for marketing and all that. And how did you go about finding the investor? Did you put together a deck? Were you pitching in front of them? How did that process go? Well, yeah. I actually, I also do pitch decks. <laughs> so I do, uh, we, we've definitely had, we put a pitch deck and once we had uh, production finished, we put together a teaser trailer. So with, with the pitch deck, you know, your marketing strategy and why, why you should invest in this film, as well as the poster, the um, teaser, we were able to find the next funding. Because a lot of times when, when people are looking to fund something, not everyone's a creative mind. So you, you also have to know when you're speaking to investors, like, are they number people or are they visual people? And if they're visual, then you have to show them something visual or they're not going to understand. And then if it's just numbers and you're going and you're running through, you know, back end budgets and just numbers and their ROIs. Yeah, the team is everything for sure. Anna Maria mentioned the teaser trailer and that that was that was all 
uh, Joseph and, and Josh. Uh, Josh is our editor at, at uh, Empress Avenue. And uh, yeah, they did, they did an amazing job. And we really need to point out our, the composer, Adrian Bent. We were so lucky. Again, this is a, a contact that Anna Maria had. He, yeah, he came on board and, and made an incredible score for us at cost, so to speak. <laughs> I yeah. was going to ask about that because there is some incredible music in it. So I always ask about, oh, financing the note. Well, how did you get your music? So that, again, was a prior relationship and just incredible. You know, some very talented yeah. People, Anna Maria. So, you know what's what's interesting with that music is Toronto is actually big, big on music. Like obviously, you have, you've had so many artists come out of Toronto, and Adrian's done a lot. Like he's a he's been a drummer for Drake and and other massive, massive artists. But this was a chance for him to showcase a different side of him. So when him and I spoke, because he was one of the first people I actually met when I moved to to Ontario, Toronto. And again, it's through, through the restaurant industry. And when we spoke, he was like, you know, like I can do this and that. And, and this was his way of actually showcasing that other side of him. So it was more of a collab for this really. Yeah. And we touched on it a little bit, but I just wanted to revisit what is next for both of you. I know you mentioned you have a short film or a feature next. Uh, we have a we have a few um, we have oh. a few projects. We have yeah we have all of the above. We have uh, we have some limited series. We have a feature. We have sh- short. So all of these are in pre production. We have a short that is scheduled to start filming in is it April or is it May? May May. We have April May. Yeah, we're just finalizing yeah. dates. But we have quite a few projects. So we're just, we are, um, we're ready to go as soon as we have the funding again. Well, thank you both for joining us today and just continued success with AMB Entertainment and everything that you are doing. You're just incredibly um, talented and we're just so appreciative to have the film. Fragile Seeds screened Sunday, March 27th at 3 p.m in the virtual presentation of the Los Angeles Women's International Film Festival. For a complete festival lineup, please visit lawomensfest.com. That's lawomensfest, F is in Frank, E-S-T, dot com. Visionary Voices is produced by Diana Means, with editing from Otaku Media. Visionary Voices is a production of Alliance of Women Filmmakers and made possible in part by a grant from the Department of Cultural Affairs. Our website, visionaryvoicespodcast.com. Yeah.